0: Hello, I'm Noel Oldham, and you're listening to Campus Voices on WRFL, a program where we take a look at what's going on in the Lexington and UK campus communities. How has the pandemic affected people's physical and mental health? For weeks, gyms were closed, and many people had to adopt new ways of working out. Many people started working from home, leading to more time spent on the couch. It's difficult for a lot of people to stay on their healthy routines, especially being locked in the house all day. Today, we'll be talking with two experts about how to stay healthy in quarantine. We're joined by Pat Carlson, a certified personal trainer and nutritionist, and Dylan Hodden, a trainer and coach with Orange Theory Fitness. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Pat, as a trainer and seeing your clients usually on a daily basis, what has been the most difficult thing for them during this time?
1: You know, there's been a lot of obstacles, um, I think, for everyone. I think just like disrupting everyone's schedule, um, being home more, not being able to go to the gym, just being off the schedule. Um, so kind of trying to stay connected with them. Uh, initially, assuming um, we were meeting at parks, we were kind of doing everything just to stay connected and kind of keep that uh, you know, accountability because that's what it really um, boils down to. And then when the park shut down and we weren't able to go there, continued Zooming and really just staying um, connected as far as being accountable for, you know, food journaling and um, staying on their strength and their cardio and so forth. And just communication was the biggest factor and the the most important I feel. And I just tried to keep that communication. And um, I would say in 90 to 95% of my clients have been, great and they actually like look forward to zooms I, and i'm surprised and they have been um you know e- eager to talk and you know discuss or just get written i'll send them out workouts and so forth and they've they've actually been great they've made my job easier um and again it's just challenging times you gotta you gotta stay on it
2: though
0: and dylan how have you been helping your clients during this time Yeah,
2: so I do, I think about 75% of my clients actually came back and started doing um, the at-home training, but there were about 25% that were a little apprehensive about coming back. Um, So for those people, um, just try and offer them as much as you can. Like Pat said, uh, Zoom calls um, was one thing that we optioned um, or offered to those people. Uh, so just having one-hour Zoom meeting with them and just doing what we can with at-home materials. So if we're doing bicep curls with laundry detergent or gallon <laughs> water jugs or diapers, whatever we can find at home to <laughs> yep. keep them active is what we were using. And it was, it was yeah. kind of cool to get creative. Um, yeah. And then well, the people that did come back, um, just making sure we knew that, we we're trying to keep them and their safety was number one um when they were in the gym. So at Orange Theory, we had everyone six feet apart. Um, we're about at 50% capacity. Um, some people choose to wear masks. We as staff were all wearing masks as well. Um, and then everyone's just disinfecting, disinfecting, disinfecting. Like <laughs> I've never cleaned so much in my entire <laughs> life. Um, so after every single time we switch. Um, if people are going to share equipment, it's all disinfected In between classes, we're disinfecting. Um, same thing at the other gyms I'm working at, with, uh, where, where I work one-on-one with the clients as well, is that everyone's just constantly disinfecting stuff. Um, so just trying to be as clean and safe as possible and then just offer online stuff for the people at home.
0: According to the World Health Organization, being in the house all day and low levels of physical activity can have negative effects on health well-being, and quality of life for individuals. Self-quarantine, something that we have all been encountering over the past few months, can also cause additional stress and create more challenges for mental health. Though the pandemic has caused many to isolate themselves and turn to coping strategies, the World Health Organization says physical activity and relaxation techniques can be valuable tools to aid in remaining calm and continuing to protect one's health. The WHO recommends 150 minutes of moderate intensity or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity physical activity per week. These recommendations can be achieved super easily at home with no special equipment and limited space. Dylan, what are the best tips that you have for your clients who are at home and worried about going to gyms?
2: Um, If someone's not comfortable going to a gym, we completely 100% understand that. But just like you said, there are 100... and. Plus, ways to get that heart rate up at home, whether it's doing jumping jacks, doing a body squats, going for a walk uphill, just trying to find some way to get your heart rate up, um, is my number one tip to really like stay on top of it. I feel like there's no there's no excuse not to still get those 150 minutes in.
0: So, what are some at home workouts that people can do? Yeah. So
2: I currently also work for, um, a company called studio 11. So we offer at home on demand workouts where you can just log on and everything, every single workout that we have, you can do with no equipment at all or even minimal equipment if you do have equipment. Um, so the 30 minute workouts and you just click it. And we do warm-up, We do all the workouts, some lower body days, upper body days, shoulder day, whatever you want. Um, Pilates, yoga, etc., etc., et cetera. And then we got all the stretching, all that stuff included. So even if you have none of that stuff, I mean, there's also YouTube videos you can look up. There's an unlimited amount of resources on the internet as well, uh, where you can go and look up different workouts that require no equipment at home.
0: Pat, can you tell me about your experience with clients on the food side? What have you been recommending as far as people's diets?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, Diets, you know, kind of still, I still say stay on like food journaling, um, utilizing myfitnesspal.com. I've got, you know, several clients doing that. Um, Weight Watchers, there's so many online apps, and just going back to the basics as far as, you know, getting your fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and so forth. I feel like our clientele base, like mine, probably Dylan's, we've feel pretty confident that we've given them the tools and the education to to for them to utilize it it's just um you know it's just a little bit more stressful if you are at home because the emotional eating or the stress eating and so forth that's been a little bit more challenging but um you know acknowledging it and and you know, writing it down, I think works the best. And, and also just talking about it. Um, Without a doubt, more people have probably drank a little more or have have been snacking more. And that's just that's normal. But you know what, you got to go on, you got to keep up your exercise. And I think the two will balance each other out, you know, if you if you stay on it. And, um, you know, I, I feel like our clientele, most of them do. So Believe it or not, it's, um, yeah, I get through it.
0: In June, gyms in Kentucky began to slowly reopen with safety protocols and limited capacity. Now we're a little over a month back into the transition from only working out at home to being able to go back to gyms again. Pat, what advice would you give to clients who are nervous about going back to gyms and want to still remain maybe physically like, isolated right now?
1: Um, I completely agree and I, I completely understand it and a lot of my clients are high risk or they're in that situation um, it, it, getting outside walking um, using the resources that Dylan mentioned online there are a ton I mean you could click on tabata workout you can click out click on strength core there you there are so many resources and, and as trainers I mean we can send them to them. We can, you know, write them out, video them, whatever they need, but there are so many resources. And again, just um, kind of reaching out to them and making sure that they are, you know, they've done their two strengths. They've done their 150, you know, minutes of, you know, mandatory cardio, whatever there is. Um, Again, just communication accountability, I think just is, is, even more um important now with with people isolated
0: according to research done last month in the journal of transla uh... In the Journal of Translational Medicine, weight gain was observed throughout quarantine in 48.6% of the population surveyed. Though many reported weight gain, there was also a slight increase in physical activity noted due to being at home and having more time to exercise and be outside. WRFL reporter Kennedy Saberwal was able to catch up with the Lexingtonian and ask questions about how healthy habits have changed during quarantine. Pharmaceutical sales representative Robin Williams has not been able to enter doctor's offices since the coronavirus pandemic began. Williams said the pandemic has really changed her healthy habits. Before
1: COVID hit, I was going to the gym regularly, um, three to four days a week probably. Um, I used my fitness pile to track
0: my macros and watch my diet. Although Williams was an avid gym user and was cautious about what she ate prior to the pandemic, she said things have taken a turn for the worse. So, you
1: know, I do tend to still go on walks, but that's kind of as intense as I work out now. And then when you're at at home and bored, you tend to eat things you probably wouldn't have eaten in your normal everyday routine. So my diet has definitely changed.
0: William said she has been considering going back to gyms, but she's remaining cautious because she is unsure of who those at gyms have actually been in contact with. Reporting for WRFL, I'm Kennedy Soberwall. So for both of you, how are you trying to stay healthy yourselves and not indulge when you're at home?
1: (laughs) Good question. (laughs) It's a daily, daily chore for me. Um, No, I'm kidding you. You know, um, I love to get outside, and I love to walk the dog. I love to jog. I love, you know, so I, you know, I, I, that's that's the best part of my day is working out and meeting clients and meeting friends, um, trying to make that connection. Like I've met Kenny and I meet at the Arboretum or Veterans Park. I do that with a few other people. Um, strength has been a little bit more challenging. And I'll be honest with you. I no longer have as much stuff. But like Dylan said, you can use, you know, soup cans. I've got a few light, you know, dumbbells. You just do what you got to do. Um, is it the ideal? Like what I, you know, it's just, you make, make the best. But I think getting outside, we're fortunate right now that the weather is so beautiful. So first thing in the morning, you can get out, get that 30 minute walk in, jog in, um, meet a friend at a park. And um, thank God we have, beautiful parks here in Kentucky and um it 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 helps not only physically but it's it's more mental for me uh just keeping that activity up
0: Dylan for you how do you stay healthy at
2: home and for me I mean I'm 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 more of a you can't see me but I'm definitely more of a strength guy um more (laughs) than a cardio guy (laughs) definitely not out there on like 12 mile (laughs) runs or 20 mile bike rides or anything like that so it's definitely been a struggle for me um, not having any like weight lift at home and yeah. whatnot, um, but just telling myself, I can do anything for just 30 minutes. As long as I can get my heart rate up for just 30 minutes throughout the day, um, I, one, I'll feel better, and two, it'll just help me in the long run per se. So like uh, Pat said, it just it's a mental thing. I can focus more. I can be more productive when I work out. So, I mean, I was in my living room doing bicep curls, with my backpacks, just loading up backpacks. Uh, i trying to think, shoes, like, sliding, on, <laughs> just like using my Foxo sliders, like whatever I could find, I was using in my house and it wasn't a lot, but um, just doing that and trying to find different ways to uh, be active and enjoy it. I also kind of enjoyed that, um, just really being able to get creative um, with people and just like testing out what they have at home uh to see what we could use to get their heart rate up. So I mean some people were like I've never done jump uh jump squats up my stairs or like sprints up and down <laughs> the stairs or like, walking lunges little stuff like that um yep. that we are able to find and get creative with was actually really really cool.
0: Do either of you think that there have been healthy benefits to people having more time at home? Sure. Oh, yes.
1: I I feel like there's been um more of an effort to socially connect. Um, every Sunday, I Zoom with my my mom, my aunt, and my brothers, um, you know, and I'm checking on family members and checking on friends, especially people that are by themselves. So it has made me a lot more aware of reaching out to people that, um, you know, are. I don't want them to be alone and feel isolated.
2: Yeah. I mean, at every gym I worked at, like, the online community was super helpful. Oh, yeah. Uh, people, yeah, on track. So, at Orange Theory, we have a huge Facebook group. And, like, every day there was someone posting um, their heart rate summary because we all were heart rate monitors when we are in the studio. Of um, their like, outside the studio workout, which was also really, really, really cool. Um, and then at um, the other gym, CSS Wellness, I worked at, we had a competition where the coaches were posting different workouts and people were allowed to go and vote on who had the best workout. Uh, So we tried (laughs) to make it as fun as possible. Um, Obviously we're we're, um, like, I wouldn't say athletes, but we're all a little competitive in that aspect. So that that also made it fun. When someone posted a five mile run at a certain time, then you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go try and beat that by one minute. Uh, It might be a little petty, but like I said, it just kept it fun and it kept it interesting.
0: That sounds really fun. Uh Pat, do you have any recommendations for healthy things people can maybe stock up and have at home to limit their trips to the grocery store?
1: Um healthy foods? Yeah. Yeah, just I I always go back to your your fruits and vegetables, lean proteins, um tons of water, electrolyte water, but um you know making sure even you know without the coronavirus getting your fruits and veggies in and your lean proteins and you know um avoiding being staying on structure with those healthy foods and you know you're going to it's it's an 8020 rule you're going to be healthy probably 80% of the time 20% of the time you're a deviate that's okay you you get up the next day and you get back to the Fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and um, gotta stock up on that stuff.
2: <laughs> moderation. Yep, oh, moderation. moderation. Yep.
0: According to the Dana Foundation, during exercise, blood flow increases to the brain and it provides it with more oxygen and nutrients, and exercise also helps to induce the release of beneficial proteins in the brain. The Dana Foundation says that working out also helps to release chemicals such as dopamines and endorphins in the brain, and it can help to boost your immune system. During the coronavirus pandemic, many people have remained in their homes and have not been interacting with many people. The Dana Foundation says that this could have negative effects on the immune system when an individual is finally around more germs. However, working out can help to maintain a healthy baseline immunity. Do other of you guys think that stress is something that you've been seeing more in your clients during this time?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, sure.
0: And what kind of effect does that have on their health?
1: You know, the cortisol, hormone fluctuation, I think it all triggers, um, you know, overeating. It triggers, you know, anxiety, depression. I mean, it can go down a really, really bad um, path if you let it. And if you don't, you know, work on it, uh, you know, to avoid the anxiety, the stress, the um, uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. So just got to work on it.
2: Yeah, and cortisol is one of those hormones that, like, you don't have your stress under control. It can literally just kill everything that you're trying to, yeah, in the gym. Um, It causes you to store fat. So a lot of people will just be working out, working out. But they have so much stress in their personal life um, that they just can't really see any results. And it's it's because of that hormone cortisol that's causing to store all that fat um, and kind of hindering their results in the gym. Um, so just trying to regulate that stress. We're actually doing a back out at Challenge Orange Theory right now um, where uh, we're setting different goals. And one of our uh, one of the week's focuses is getting enough sleep um, and rest and that nutrition. Um, so just making sure, I know it may not be practical for everyone, but trying to take care of yourself at, at least a couple times a night. Get a good night's rest because um, that comes tenfold back to you and trying to, your fitness goals and just staying on track of your personal life, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So in addition to sleep and nutrition, do you have any other recommendations for people to keep up with their, their mental health as, as well as their physical health?
1: You know, I think staying socially connected um, with people. So you're not feeling so isolated. And even if you have to, you know, like I said, zoom or reach out, um, that social connection, um, On top of the physical connection, emotionally will help with everything that I think we're talking about. Um, So, really, just so we don't feel so lonely and so um, isolated and um, depressed. So, just reaching out.
2: Yeah. On top of that, I agree with everything Pat said. Just having that community. I don't have to be a huge community, but just having a couple people that you can reach to and talk to just to feel that sense of normalcy. Like I said, it's. It's a weird time to be alive right now, and there's just a lot going on, a lot of emotionally charged stuff. Um, And also, just the working out's huge for me as well. Like I said, it doesn't have to be me going out for a five-mile run, even just going for a walk, just doing something where my heart rate's elevated versus me sitting at home. Just gives me that kind of, like, mental clarity and that positivity um, that I need to help carry on throughout the day.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, So we've been seeing cases of the coronavirus increasing lately. And that's, of course, led to the mask mandate. Dylan, are you concerned that the increase in cases might mean that gyms need to shut down again?
2: Um, We are preparing for that. (laughs) I'll go ahead and say that. We are preparing for the worst. Um, Like at Orange Theory, we're preparing to have to do maybe outdoor workouts. Um, Same thing at CSS. We have a little outdoors um, studio set up, ready to go in case it does get to that point. Um, we're praying it doesn't um, at the Theory, Theory of GPS ionization system, some crazy system set up. Everyone's always six feet apart, and we're harping on that. Um, like I said, we're cleaning everything constantly all of the time. People are wearing masks um, if they choose so to transition. I've even had some people that wear it during the workouts, and they're running on the they're wearing their masks, which is awesome. I'm in 100% full support of that so that we don't end up having to go to that. Um, I said, we're, we're preparing for the best. I hope it doesn't happen, but only we only have so much control.
0: Pat, do you have anything to add along those lines? No, I completely agree.
1: Like it, preparing really for the worst just, just because I think we weren't as prepared back in March. Right. So I was like, Oh my gosh, online zoom training, no way. And you know what, believe it or not, I have found some clients like it, you know, they're like, gosh, I'm getting more done I'm, I'm more efficient. This is work. So that's the flip side of it. And believe me, I'm like a in-person one-on-one person. So it's kind of taught me to, you know, think a little bit bigger and broader, but yes, I think we do have to um, prepare for the worst. The numbers are not looking good. And um, I think the more prepared, um, the less stress we will have as far as moving forward with this. And I absolutely, I, there's a huge, huge, you know, a chance that gyms are going to shut down again.
2: Yeah. And we've been, like I said, just trying to give, tell everyone if, I mean, if you've been feeling sick or have any symptoms, if you've been in contact with anyone um, that's had COVID just to not come to the gym, even for a week or two, just to make sure that you do um, not expose everyone else. Um, that that's you're working out with.
0: Are there any long term changes do you think people are going to take into their lives after this pandemic?
2: I
1: think a lot of people are going to buy Pelotons, <laughs> and I wish I <laughs> were the company right now.
2: A I lot know of we missed out, Pat.
1: I know. Hey, we, there's never it's never too late. But uh, between Pel- <laughs> between Peloton sales and pool sales um i think that's going to be the new trend but um and i think people down the road are going to be more remote and um more willing to watch uh workouts and view workouts and church and virtual training and everything um it's not going away so i think this is going to be this is not a short term this is going to be a long term new way of um communication and life i think
2: yeah all like i said all of the gyms that i worked at um literally all created a um, an online fitness platform even orange theory launched their youtube channel and every single day they're still posting at home workouts i know at css um they are also partnering with valvoline and they provide online workouts for the valvoline employees as well so um and then studio 11 as well those online workouts i mean everything's just going online. Yep. Uh, yes. If you can see where we're going here, yeah, And it's. I feel like there's about to be a huge, uh, a huge takeoff in that. Especially if we end up having a quarantine again, or if we have a crazy spike in those numbers, online fitness is 100% gonna be the way to go. We just gotta come
0: Absolutely. up with a way, Pat, to um, be at the point of that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: There we go. <laughs> We're coming to the end here, but I just wanted to ask if there's any advice you'd like to give to our listeners as far as keeping up with their health during this time.
2: Dylan, go ahead yeah, first. Yeah, my, I mean, my biggest thing has always just been small little changes. Um, when people try and go from cold turkey to just, I'm going to work out two hours every single day, eat healthy and not ever cheat or do anything like that, um, they end up not really sticking with it um, for very, very long. So with A lot of my clients, it's always just the small little things we can do. Okay, let's see if we can um, get you moving for just 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to actually be like working out, like just going on a walk, um, or just not drinking three or four sodas in a day, maybe just cutting it down to one soda in a day. So just try and make the small changes before you try to make any large um, switch-ups in your routine Um, has a lot more a higher percentage of you actually sticking with it long term. So small little things that you can slowly adjust and get used to and build momentum will snowball on the um one big thing over time.
1: Right. It's um progress perfection, right, Dylan? There we go. That's
2: yes, favorite progress. quote right there.
1: Favorite quote and you know I've i i I wrote down four things, and I think we've kind of capped on everything. But daily exercise, 30 minutes a day for stress relief, for endorphins, eight hours of sleep, which God help trying to get eight hours of sleep, (laughs) work in progress, and then take the time to decompress, relax, whether it be alone time, whether it be call a friend or meet a friend and um just not beat yourself up i keep telling i I tell everyone like don't be so hard on yourself because um like we said it's it's just hard times and there's a lot of stress and a lot of uncertainty and um don't beat yourself up so i think if you can kind of get into that exercise try to sleep try to decompress try to you know work on your stress and um you know, it's really no different than what we have tried to preach, right, Dylan? However, mm. just a little bit more isolated and a little bit more, you know, uncertain in time. So, um I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you both so much for that advice. I'm hoping that a lot of people maybe take this time to make those kinds of changes in their daily lives and maybe carry it on after all this is over. Thank you to our guests, Pat Carlson and Dylan Hodden. Thanks to our writer and reporter for this week's episode, Kennedy Saberwal. Join us next week for another episode of Campus Voices. I'm Noel Oldham and you're listening to WRFL.